From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. After treatment for breast cancer ends, many survivors find that staying involved through community or advocacy efforts can be personally rewarding and can also help others who might find themselves in a similar situation. Today's guest founded a brand that started out as a mission to get her swagger back through exercise and a healthier lifestyle, and also focuses on healing from the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of trauma from an illness or life-altering struggle. Here to share her story and what she has learned along the way is Candace Robinson. Candace, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. I, I love talking to people that that get back involved, that want to give back to the community, and that start you know new and innovative things. So I'm looking forward to digging into all that. But but to start with, let's hear about your breast cancer story. Can you walk us through your diagnosis and what was going on in your life around that time? Absolutely. So Adam, I had just turned 40 years old, um, had just had this fabulous 40th birthday bash uh, with my closest friends and family. I was physically fit. I was in the best shape of my entire adult life. And I just scheduled my routine well woman exam. Um, it wasn't anything different from what I'd done in, in previous years. You know, just my normal annual checkup with my OBGYN. The only difference this time is that I was 40 and I was eligible for a mammogram, my very first mammogram. So on January 27th, 2019, I had the mammogram. Um, they called me about a day or so later to tell me that they saw something inconclusive um, on my mammogram result. And so they wanted me to return for a diagnostic mammogram and an ultrasound. And so again, that was inconclusive. And ultimately, they had me come back for a biopsy, which then confirmed that I had BRCA negative, HER2 positive, stage zero ductile carcinoma in site two. Wow. I mean, so on your first mammogram in the best health of your life, I mean, that's got to be a shock, right? Adam, it felt like I had been punched in the gut. It rocked my world, you know, especially with no family history. I had no family history mm. of breast cancer. And so um, as well, I had two young children um, at the time, a daughter who was five and a son who was 13. So, you know, they were all that I could think about, you know, being there for them um, at that time. Mm, wow. So, so let's talk about the treatment that you went through. And, and like, so what did you have done and how did it impact you physically, mentally, and emotionally? Oh my gosh. So on April 12th of 2019, Adam, I went through a 12 hour bilateral mastectomy with deep flap reconstruction. And so what that is, is where they take the tissue from your abdomen and they create your new breasts. Um, so it was essentially two surgeries in one, right? So, you know, they, they, cut, they cut me here in my abdominal area, removed that tissue, created the breast here. So post-recovery, um, Adam was so, so painful. Um, I was physically unable to do anything for myself for about six weeks. Um, those awful uh, JP drains that they, they put in to keep the fluid, you know, coming out and flowing out. The bandages um, were unbearable. Um, and then as a result of the surgery, the abdominal surgery, because they removed the tissue and, and muscle from my, my abdomen, I developed a subsequent 
hernia. And so in January of this year, I had to undergo another surgery. Yes, they had to go back into the original incision um, in my abdomen and go in and repair the, the, the hernia. So basically, because the tissue and all of my muscles were so weak and everything in my abdominal area, all of my organs kind of said, okay, listen, we can't hold on any longer. We're just going to come through this hole, right? And so um, my surgeon had to go back in and repair it and put it all back, stitch it all back together. Um, but, you know, mentally, physically, it was uh, very draining. You know, you have essentially um, a part of, part of your body, a part of you has been taken away. And that is a lot to process as a woman, especially, um, you know, breast is such a large part of, of who we are, you know, as mothers, um, you know, as wives, just as, as a woman, just a being, right? It's so much um, has been taken from you. And so that was, that was emotionally and mentally, mentally draining. Mm, yeah, I, I I can only imagine, and and so I understand as a result of these these challenges, you found a brand, right? Uh, so tell us about Survivor Swag. I, I want to know more about this. Yes. So after my mastectomy, I struggled with my body image and accepting my new body, my new breasts, my abdomen. You know, it was, everything was just not the same. It was different. I was different, and so. I was numb in those areas. You know, I couldn't really feel anything. You know, a lot of the nerves had been removed and taken away. So everything was new to me and it just felt different. And so it lowered my, my self-esteem. Um, I, I gained weight, you know, I was depressed. And so Survivor Swag actually came to me in a dream after my efforts um, to lose weight and, and, and having to buy new clothes to fit this new body. Um, anyway, I made the decision to start you know, working out again. And, and it was my intention to get that swag back, to get that swagger back that I had at that 40th birthday party, right? To get that swagger back that I had when I was fit and, you know, my arms were, you know, my muscles were you know, popping out of my legs and my arms, you know, I wanted to get back to that person. And so um, that was where Survivor Swag came alive. And so the vision for Survivor Swag is to empower survivors of all aspects of life to get their swag back after trauma, you know, after something that they've gone through that's been so painful that, um, where they lost themselves. And so Survivor Swag is a brand where women and men um, can feel good about themselves by wearing the brand. Mm, I love that. And so I, I assume you've got a website, you have social we do. accounts. You can like visit us. Yes, absolutely. You can visit us at www.thesurvivorswag.com and on Instagram at, at thesurvivor underscore swag. Okay. I love it. And, and tell me, like, like what all do you sell there? I mean, just give me the quick 10 second so interview. I'm curious. We have. Um, Basically, it's athletic t-shirts um, or and, and plain t-shirts with just the Survivor Swag logo on it. And Survivor Swag, Swag is an acronym for Strong Warrior, Always Grateful. And the logo is a phoenix, a phoenix, a phoenix rises from the ashes, right? Like, so that whole vision of of being reborn after having a mastectomy is where Survivor Swag and the image of and the image of the Phoenix was developed from. So um, it's t-shirts. I also sell, you heard me talk earlier about the JP drains. 
um, and how, how painful that was and that whole process. So I also sell um, JP drain shirts. So for women who have undergone a mastectomy and they have the drains that are attached to them, no one wants to see because the drains has all this fluid and blood and things in that. You don't want to walk around the house or have to go to the doctor for a follow-up visit and those things are hanging off of you. So on my site, I sell shirts where um, it has drain pockets on the inside of the shirt where you can dump those JP drains over in there. You, you, you snap the shirt up, put on a pair of jeans, put on whatever you want to put on and you can move about your day without having to look at that. I love that. I love that. So, so really then the question remains, did, did this help you get your swag back? Right. That was the goal. How's it working for you? And that is the goal. And I think, um, for us as survivors, it is a journey. It's not, um, instantaneous. It's something that takes time. So Adam, I would say that I am still working on getting my swagger back. I think that it is a, a work in progress. Um, I think that we we learn to to deal over time. And so just through baby steps, you know, through counseling, through support, you know, through family members, you know, you eventually get there. You know, and it does, it gets better, it gets better, but no survivor after after undergoing breast cancer and having to go through you know, those types of things, um, chemo, et cetera, those type of things, you come to a point where you say, these are the things that matter, the small things that matter. And those small things are things like family, those moments, moments that you, you can't get back. So you're, you, you learn to be more present in the moment. You learn to be, um, like you don't sweat the small stuff, right? Like you eventually start to see, okay, hmm, is that really a big deal in the grand scheme of things? So I think you just develop those those skills over time and it's really resiliency. That's really what it's about. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a lifelong process for a survivor. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, and you mentioned, you know, several sort of ways that, that people can sort of help start to get through hard times. I'm just curious for you, is there any kind of one method or one thing that you did that you feel like really helped you overcome through that process? A support system, you know, having a very supportive family. Um, I don't think anyone should have to undergo breast cancer by themselves. Um, I think your faith in God, for sure, uh, prayer um, will help you get through it. But I, I think really, you know, most importantly, having someone or maybe multiple people there to, to help you through it. Um, because it's very private for, for many women, it's very, a very private journey, but you need to have someone there to support, you know, you shouldn't really have to endure that alone. And so I think that was what really helped me. I had my husband, my children, my mom, my dad, my sister, and they were all a very integral part of my healing process. Oh, that's, that's really wonderful. So Last question. Uh, why is it so important for you to, to do this podcast, to share your voice and, and share your story? Well, you know, Adam, for so long, I didn't want to share my story and being transparent with you. Um, I felt that my story wasn't important because my breast cancer was very early stage. Okay. You know, it was caught very early and I didn't have to go through chemo or radiation. So I kind of felt like, you know, my story kind of didn't matter. 
But then I was talking to a good friend of mine who's also a breast cancer advocate, and she and I actually have worked together in the community in raising funds um, for breast cancer awareness. Um, she says, you know, Candace, you should never, ever um, be afraid to tell your story. She says, because your story could be a blessing to help someone else. And, you know, so I made the decision that I am going to start telling my story because you never know who in the room or who listening to this podcast, who, who this may resonate with or who something, maybe one little thing that I say um, may help that person or save another person's life. Um, and especially for other Black women, you know, because Black women are diagnosed at the same rate as white women, but we have a higher mortality rate, um, which means we, we die more often than white women. So if I can just encourage one person to get a mammogram, early detection, get your annual checkups, ask for a 3D mammogram, um, do self-breast exams on the first of every month, know your family history, right? Get a genetic test. If you see changes in your body, get it checked out. Don't dismiss it. So if, if any of those things that I say today or things that I say to a person that I'm talking to or in a, in a community event, if I can say one thing that will help someone, then guess what? It was well worth it. It was. It was well worth it. And, and having you on this episode has been well worth it for all of us. Uh, Candace, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. You're inspiring. And I'm going to check out your brand, Survivor Swag. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org. And for more on breast cancer, visit komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com.